Hey y'all, it is I, Raquilla Dene of RaquillaDene.com, communication stylist, teacher of life, and encouragement extraordinaire. Happy New Year. How did we get here? Oh my goodness. I'm not going to say we're back on the couch. Um, I'm going to say we are reintroducing ourselves to each other. It is a new year, 2023. Last year was a lot. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how your 2022 went, but I'm going to tell you the last, the last quarter of mine, it felt like it flew by. I blinked and I turned 38. I blinked again and it was Thanksgiving. I coughed. We were celebrating birthdays. I took a nap. It was Christmas. And now here we are. But last year, all together, was probably one of the most difficult years of my adult life. And I know that that is the testimony for a lot of people. What I'm choosing to lean into as I reflect back is what did it mean? Last year, there was loss and love and oh, so many lessons. I mean, up until the last few days of the year, it felt like the cumulative exam for life. Like in order to unlock this level of adulthood, and get to the next. I was in the ultimate like beast master race final exam. There was a written portion, there was a run, there was an uphill climb, a mud sack, like all of the things that could happen. And I can honestly say, I may not know what the final outcome of all those things will be, but I am so proud of myself for how I went through that test. I'm proud of you too. A lot of people didn't make it this far. Not only in life, but just mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Hopelessness abounded. And yet here we are. Oh, 2023. It felt like just yesterday, I would sit down and record these episodes with you and talk about all the things. And I have to be honest, a lot happened last year in my private and personal life that made it difficult for me to sit on the couch. Because one, call it what you want, but I tend to be very transparent and vulnerable Some people call it oversharing, but this is my space. So I'm just being with my people. But I have found in the past year that there comes with privacy and the quiet so much more freedom sometimes. Freedom to move, freedom to make choices, because the less people know, the less they can judge. The less people know, the less they can give unsolicited advice about. And the less people know, the less personal, the less personally we can take the things that they say, because we know, well, they don't know what's happening in my life. So those words that are coming out of their mouth come from their perspective, not a slight judgment or a slick this against me. And I have rather enjoyed that. 
Um, I look forward to being able to share more and not be as guarded with my truth. But in this season, keeping a few cards close to my chest is really healthy for me. I will say this, the love that I experienced in 2023 came in forms that I had not yet known and really only dreamed about as an adult. The love and admiration that I have for myself, really living in what happens when we fill ourselves first. Let me tell you, I have listened to so many love songs this year and thought, oh, I am singing this to me. This is my declaration to myself, because before we can look outward for someone to love us the way 90s R&B did, we have to be able to give it to ourselves. The losses, oof. The losses were low and hard and swift. I was not prepared. And, you know, last year was the first time I'd ever prayed that prayer. Lord, if there's anybody who's not for me, remove them from my life. I had purposely never prayed that prayer before because I was afraid of it. Because the people I thought God might remove may not be the people he had to remove. And I was not necessarily prepared to surrender relationships to him. I could surrender a lot. My children, my health my heart, but my people, my people. Oh no. Because for me, I could, I felt like I could spot an A2 Brute brewing, but it's not always about backstabbing or murmuring. Sometimes relationships just don't fit anymore. Sometimes that friendship is more of a hindrance than a help. And only God knows that because only he sees where I am and where that person is and where he has for us to go individually. And y'all, when I say that, uh, he, he told me up. It was for my benefit. It helped me. But oh boy, did it hurt in the moment. Years ago, I remember telling a friend of mine, uh, he was asking me about some things I was going to going through. And I said, I'm just thankful for the prayers that I don't have to pray. And in this season, I was like, Lord, um, there seems to be only a few prayers I haven't had to pray. And I'm still grateful for them. But can we ease up a little bit? You know, uh. Ah, I'm a little while out. And even then I was yet reminded that God is faithful to his word. He loves his children. And the same way that we discipline our children, God does the same for us. I mean, it's Bible. He chastens those he loves. And there were times where it felt personal where the losses were so deep and so painful that I could not imagine that they were for my good. And then 
Let me tell y'all something. The same God that said, let there be light in the sun has continued to shine without fail is the same God that hears our prayers and sees our tears who gave his son and sent a comforter in his place. When I tell you, mm, yeah, joy comes in the morning, but we don't have to wait until the sun comes up to rejoice. I have seen the faithfulness of God in the land of the living so much in my life, but in this year, the abundant way, oh, mm, which is why those losses were able to be lessons for me. It wasn't just the absence of a relationship or the absence of a thing or the loss of fill in the blank. It was recognition. It was deepening of my discernment. It was doing what I already knew I should do without delay. It was the beauty of what happens when there is true surrender and trust. There were times this year when the only person I could call was my heavenly father. Because I didn't have the words. But I know that he understood me. And the shift that has come in my heart from being able to move from loss and feel a sense of something being missing to the fullness that comes with seeing how all things have worked together for good. Whew. If y'all could see the way I'm over here rubbing my hands together to hold in this shout, my God. You see, so many of us have had the worst year of our lives before. May not have been 2022, but we know what that's like. Whether it was the loss of a loved one or an upending of life with the loss of a job. And once you know that feeling, you never unknow it. It just gets triggered here or there. But this year there was death and hurt and betrayal. Mm, mm, mm. And God's faithfulness. One of the things I learned in listening to a podcast sent to me by my good friend was to use the word and in place of but. Oh, it was a terrible year, but I did my best. No, no, no. Because but means forget what I just said. I'm about to say something else. And joins two things together. This is the worst year of my life and I made it. And God is faithful. I am choosing to join them together in the space of and. Is it easy? <laughs> Child, no. Mm -mm. Does it require intention? Absolutely on every level. Because I train myself to be accepting. 
and hope for reciprocation. To be just enough, but not too much. This 2022 season we just went through. Oh, about halfway through it, I learned to take up every ounce of oxygen in space that I am able. Because while I may be too much for some people and not enough for others, I am worthy. I am in place in every room, in every situation, on every platform, and every opportunity to be all that I am. And I have seen the power of what happens when I show up fully as myself. So, but unless we talk about the one I'm trying to build doing these squats, they are gone. It's and. And I hope that for you, whatever the dichotomy is that you're facing in your life, I'm struggling with this loss. And I'm also finding joy. My heart hurts and is also open to new opportunities. I hope that can be your testimony. I pray that it is. Because when I think about what scripture says, you know, there were three times where Paul cried out to the Lord. It was like, God, this is too much. Like, take it, this this thorn in my side. And this is just a, a cueism. I think that thorn in his side were people. We're in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And when we have that pain, sometimes the pain distracts us from what is happening. The pain of people's words, the pain of people's actions towards us, the pain of what if, the pain of what has been, the pain of what's not, takes us away from what is. What is is today. I don't have tomorrow's answers. I can't change yesterday. You know what I have today? I have the intentional choice to be on the couch with you. I have the opportunity to decide if I'm going to take my tree down. I have the desire to organize. But when I bring it all back to this very moment, what I have in this moment in time is a healthy body, my voice, a heart determined to love healthy children and family, friends that feel like we've lived life together almost my entire lifetime. That's what I have in this moment. When I get up from this microphone, who knows what's going to happen? I'm in the comfort and safety of my own home, and I still can't predict it. And that's okay. And when I learn to settle my heart, in the moment that I'm in, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. Because you see, 
When I'm here, I don't have to worry about later. And I'm not focused on yesterday. I'm not going to hold y'all long today because have you ever felt like your mind is moving faster than your mouth can? I'm having one of those moments and I don't want to fire hose you with all of my lessons and all of the things because we are getting back to having the tea on the couch. Y'all are used to me sitting here sipping my coffee and having the conversations, but I'm bringing my friends back. We are bringing life back. I no longer have to hide from my truth. Whew. Mm, mm, mm. I can have other people on the couch because I don't have to be concerned about where the conversation's going to go. I said it. Ah. Those words felt hard coming out, but it's my truth. And I look forward to it. This is a place in the world that brings life to me. And I hope it brings light and love and joy to you all. Not just speaking to the, the hard parts or the heavy parts, but filling your heart. Mm. That makes me feel good. I love giving gifts, intentional, personalized gifts. And while I cannot give each and every one of you a gift with your own name on it, individual to you, my words, I pray, pray that my words are the gift. And we need some laughter in this camp. Laughter does the heart good like a medicine. And so all of that is to come. And it will be... <laughs> More beautiful than I can even imagine. But in this moment, I feel myself bubbling over like the video of the little boy who said, have you ever had a dream? And then and when you and when you and I don't want to do that to you today, not on this first Monday of the new year. But I'm going to leave you with a story. We'll get into the details of this story down the line, because, child, it's going to need something a little stronger than some morning coffee. But. I recently had to make a 72-hour trip, last-minute family emergency. And on the way home, I had changed my flight because weather was bad here uh, right the week before Christmas. It was bad everywhere. There were storms and blizzards and people were freezing and ice and it was scary. And so as I was sitting in an airport upset that a flight had been canceled and I couldn't get the next standby flight and the flight I was supposed to be on had gotten delayed by three hours. I had to sit and remind myself. What I didn't want was to be stuck where I was, unable to get out of the state because of the weather. And I wasn't. And in the course of the next 10 hours that I spent trying to get home from DFW airport, which, by the way, did not end with me actually getting on a flight. It ended with a three-hour car ride with three strangers. That's a story for another day. <laughs> I told you, the lessons abounded. I met a woman, a 90-year-old woman, Mrs. B. She will hold a special place in my heart and in my memory. I, I really do hope to the last day of my life. 
what a quick spirited, quiet person she was in the moment that I met her. But in speaking to her, I got glimpses of the woman she was. And she had a moment where she was reflecting on her life in an airport terminal full of people. And it was like we were the only two there. And as she shared these experiences with tears streaming down her face, she looked at me and said, just pray and trust your prayers, but do it all. She had traveled the world. She had cared for her husband and her family. She supported the people she loved. She participated in causes that she believed in. And at 90 years old, she recounted to me all of the people that were no longer here on this side of earth that she loved and the things that she missed with all of her heart. But I also watched her sit and close her eyes with those tears streaming down her face and recall with vivid imagery and words, moments that brought her complete and utter joy. That is the beauty of life, recognizing that even in the hard, even in the hurt, even with the losses, we have the ability to not only recall the joy, but to sit in it in the midst of whatever is happening. And when I say the midst, oh, there was a lot happening and none of it was good. around us in that moment. And so I'm learning from Mrs. B. By the grace of God, if I get 90 years, that's 52 years from now. So much can be done. But that's that's where the couch is leading this year. We're opening up this space and making room so that my truths don't just speak to your truths, but the joy and the love and the camaraderie that comes with relationship can also be shared with you. In this life, we all desire connection. I know it is one of the things that helps me to thrive. Love and hugs. Oh, I love hugs. And so I hope this year the couch is a hug for you, a place you come and feel seen and heard and admired and understood and loved and represented. encouraged, and renewed. I can't wait. I can't wait. So I look forward to all that this year has for us together, for you individually, 
And really, I hope you get the opportunity to share it with me. It's time. Those of you who've joined me on the couch and listened this long, I hope you'll meet me here for some conversations down the line. Until then, 